Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I've been digging these past couple episodes. I always love talking to people from my area. So here we are with another episode with another band from California, Ipsara. Such a great band. I remember I found out about them through talking to Kyle. He promised me that he had a newer band on the way and that I should keep an eye out on them. And sure enough, the self-titled dropped and I was just like, damn, this band's really awesome. And with scheduling, I wasn't able to make their show at the Garden Grove Amp and a ton of my friends went and I was so bummed out because I couldn't make it and I just had like prior obligations and it just wasn't in the cards for me. So I made sure to tell my friends like, yo, please, please do yourself a favor and go check out this new band. They're really awesome. And with no surprise, my friends went, caught their set and were blown away and they had nothing but positive things to say, which made me stoked because I was really into the band and I'm still into them. And I was really looking forward to being able to catch them for the first time. So just hearing all those positive things from my friends who were able to see them before me, it just got me like really amped up and uh, really stoked because when a new band pops up, I never really know how things are going to go, how long they're going to last. So I try to just experience them as much as I can. If I'm a fan, I want to see them as much as I can and just show them as much support and hopefully they take off, hopefully they last. Uh, and if not, which a million different reasons why that won't happen or that could happen, excuse me. So I, I just always, always try to live in the moment and, and just enjoy things while they're around. And that's what I want to do with Ipsara. They're a newer band, but to me, there's just something special about them. And I, I just love everything that they're doing. Shout out to the self-titled uh, Karma's Pull. And I'm looking forward to hear what they have in store for the future. Really solid, solid band with a unique sound for um, what's going on right now in California. So it's really cool to hear something unique and for guys like that to take a chance and just do and play just what they want, uh, no matter what the current trend is, I, I think it's really awesome. And I, I really respect them for that. And I just am really high uh, on them. I, I love that band. I was able to catch them at FYA when I got word that they were playing in an after show. I was just like, dude, the FYA lineup is already stacked and we're going to get an after show with Ipsara. This is insane. And I, like all my friends, like everybody that I went with, uh, we were also stoked to be able to see our friends in Florida, but even cooler to see our friends get to play a show in Florida and get to see new kids get exposed to the live aspect of the band. And I'm just so, so happy that that band is from my area. I have so many good things to say about them. And if you haven't listened to Ipsara, please go to their band camp, go to Plead Your Cases, uh, Cases band camp, excuse me. Um, it'll all be linked in the show description, in the show notes, because I want you guys to be able to access that easy. Look them up on Spotify, Apple Music, it's there. There's no reason you shouldn't be listening to this band. And please make sure to catch them. They're going to be going on a run with 
magnitude in the coming weeks which is insane shout out to magnitude and i, I just seriously I, i've been ranting for the past couple of minutes about how awesome this band is so please do yourself a favor if you haven't listened to ipsara before this podcast just hit pause right now go listen to them and then come back to this episode and i, I hope you appreciate them as much as i do and i, I had a really great time talking to jordan I, I reached out to Donnie, who's in Ipsara, and I asked him who would be the best person to get on the podcast to talk about the band. And right away, he got back to me super fast and said, you need to get Jordan on, talk to Jordan. So I really appreciate Donnie linking us up. And shout out to Jordan, too, for being a good guy and coming on and just doing the podcast with me. So please, without further ado, welcome Jordan to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, this has been a long time coming. I'm, I'm really happy to finally be here talking to you. I'm really curious about um, your upbringing. Like, uh, where did you grow up and how'd you get into hardcore? Mm-hmm. Uh, how did I get into hardcore? Yeah, and can you talk about um, where you grew up? Oh, um, so I'm like, I'm from Fresno. And uh, I grew up in, like, a little, well, I grew up in Fresno and, like, a little, like, community, like, a Cambodian community. Like, I lived in a, like, and um, it was, like, small, but I was, like, surrounded by, like, other, like, families. And we all, like, had, like, a communal garden and we would uh, just, like, cook, like, neighborhood meals together and stuff. That's how I grew up when I was younger. So, but um, what got me into hardcore was uh, when I started going to shows. There was like a lot of bands popping off, and like a lot of like these, like there was like a, a there was like a neighboring town called, and um, they had like bands just playing shows, and we had this venue called Big Game. And they, like, book, like, these, like, really weird shows, like, ninjas versus pirates and shit. You know what I'm talking about? No, I, I don't think I've ever heard of that. It's, like, punk versus hardcore shows. Oh, wow. That's interesting. So they, yeah. Yeah, they would call it ninjas versus pirates. I don't know why they do. But I was like, oh, cool. It's just, like, a little fun thing. And go and, like... Uh, around the time like straight edge was a big thing and there was like a local band called pinky swear and that was like a straight edge band like unapologetically straight edge and that was like cool and uh, at first i was like not straight edge but i didn't like do anything because i was like buddhist but i was like stubborn about them like why should i be straight edge when i'm already like drug free kind of then as i keep going kept going to shows i was like realizing it like melted together like it was w one in the same and so i was like okay i guess i am straight edge and then um 
and um i mean that's how it started for me just my local scene and uh hey sorry about that it's okay yeah i did you know I I literally this is like my third podcast in a row. Like I've been doing podcasts today since like eleven this morning, and I haven't had one issue. So I, oh. I re- yeah. So I apologize that that happened. Like I was sitting uh-huh. here, and then I didn't hear you. I'm like, oh crap! Did his phone cut out? And then you oh, said yeah. uh, the call dropped, and I'm like, oh dang, is he in bad service area? And then like I was kind of sitting around, and I noticed like, oh shit, my internet's out. So I, I had to like reset oh, okay. like my wireless like receiver. So oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So I heard you say I heard you say like, are you still there? And I answered, but it dropped call. It dropped right when I answered. Okay, so it should be fine now because um, I haven't had this issue, so it's just like super random. But um, we don't have to start like, completely over. I could just like um, edit out obviously like the stuff in between. But you're in the middle of talking about um, uh, being or being straight edge because you talked about uh, pinky swear and then you being Buddhist and um, you realize it was one and the same being straight edge and Buddhist. Oh yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so that's why I stayed in hardcore because it's like, uh, it's very, uh, it's just something I enjoy. And it was like cool because around that time there was like a lot of people like together hanging out and um, <clears throat> I didn't really like, not saying like I didn't hang out a lot or anything. I just, I was more of a, I was more of a um, like homebody, but shows was like the one thing that like made me leave the house. <laughs> so I liked that too. And everybody was nice and welcoming and it was just like easy for me to get into. It wasn't like hard. There was no like drama. There was no like, you know, like, old heads like not being welcoming or anything like that so it was just easy it's just a bunch of like young people playing music and going to shows essentially and when you were going to those shows in the early days how were you finding out about those um uh mostly like like myspace and facebook and stuff um also word of mouth and my friends would just hit me up and ask me, hey, you're going to the show? I'm like, yeah. Or or I'll be really hyped about a band, and I'll just go because I know they're playing, and I don't have to, like, ask or anything. I'll just go by myself. And, you know, that's really – it was really easy, like I said. It was, like, not – it was really accessible for me to just go to shows and just hang out. So. And you mentioned you were kind of a – a homebody and is that just you just liking your alone time you just like to chill at home uh yeah actually i i joke around with my friends and um because i don't really see them much even now but i would be like oh i need me time you know and it's just something i i am it's something i do i think like i think uh uh with me i just like like when i go on tour i have to like kind of like sit alone in the, in the van and not say anything most of the time but it's it's just it's just how i react to like regular life it's not really a big deal to me but that's why i like going to shows it kind of like it it's kind of like a thing where like you can be alone in a crowd kind of you know like you know that saying like 
I can stand in one place and watch a band and not have to worry about the people around me. And I can enjoy the music that way. And I, it was cool. I, that's why I really liked hardcore. It was like, you don't have to be a part of it, but you can still be a part of it. I don't know how to explain that. No, I definitely get what you're saying because uh, there's plenty of times and like I go to shows like with friends and we like yeah. to um, enjoy the show in different ways. Like uh, for me, I, I just like going and just like being up front and just like um, kind of like watching and homage sometimes. Um, but I, yeah, I like yeah. to go and like just like watch the the band live and I, I like to see how the crowd reacts and yeah. I uh, definitely just go uh, like and just be by myself while my, like my friends they like to go and like socialize and be like in the middle of the pit and just um, do their own thing so it's cool that we're able to go together but like enjoy the show in our own ways yeah exactly exactly and I, I love that like that's exactly it that's perfect and right now um from fresno uh there's like i'm I'm trying to think of the bands that are from up there because i know um there's uh control which uh i i wish they would play more because i i really like that band a lot yeah they're they're amazing um they are recording soon and they're gonna i won't announce anything but they're recording soon and putting out music soon Okay. And um, I've been t- I've been trying to tell them to play more shows because when they do come down south or whatever or wherever they play, people instantly just love them. And I'm just like, when I look at them, I'm just like, man, like I feel like you're kind of depriving <laughs> people of your music. You should go play. Yeah. But I think it's because co- yeah, uh, it, uh-huh. it's it's cool though. It's cool. I like them a lot. Yeah, like I, I had Brandon on the podcast like very early on, just because I, I had the, I, I heard the demo and I was like, dude, this, this band is awesome. So like, I, I definitely wanted to, you know, give them some support. And when I was at the Fury show over the week, um, last weekend, I saw him mm-hmm. there, and I was like, yo, yeah. I was like, and I hadn't seen him in a long time, so I was like, dude, I was like, where's Control at? And um, yeah. he, he just told me that they had some stuff coming up soon. So like, I'm happy yeah, to hear. Yeah hear that news because I, I think um, those guys are all like super talented and just like what they did with that demo was awesome and I want to hear more of like what they can create yeah I mean like <clears throat> Cole and Caleb are just like <clears throat> sorry. Cole and Caleb are like you know and they're in bands together like more more than one like more than uh, this sort like they're in like a bunch of bands together so they like always work well together but I think like Brandon as a vocalist and a lyricist, I think that's what makes me like control a lot. Cause I, I love Brandon. I, we were friends for a really long time and like he would go to, sh- like we, we would go to shows. We've known each other for like a long time. And I always told him like, Hey, start a band, start a band. Cause I like you, man. I like, if I like you, I'm telling you, I'll tell you to start a band. And like Control is one of those bands that I always liked because they've been a band longer than what the demo. Uh, when they've been long a band longer than when the demo was released, because so. Yeah, and you you bring up like his like lyrics and him being a front man, and I, I remember reading his lyrics for the first time on 
Bandcamp, and I was like, oh, I was like, these are like, like I, I could tell that uh, just like the subject matter was like a little different than what, like what um, you're used to, like when it comes to like a hardcore band, and just like his choice of words, I, I thought was like pretty interesting. So I, I definitely appreciate that uh, about him being in the band. Yeah, I think that uh, unique style comes from like literally where we live. Like, it's not a big city. Like Porterville is not a big city. It, it's not even a city; it's a town, and like. Him coming from there kind of like has a unique perspective on like stuff when it comes to hardcore. So like you, there's not a hardcore scene in Porterville, you know? So he's not going to write about unity and hardcore type stuff. He's going to be writing about like personal stuff that he can relate to hardcore. I think that's what makes him such a unique vocalist and lyricist. And that's why I really like him as a person too, so. Control is the greatest band ever. That's all I'm gonna say. That's awesome. That, that that's yeah. like honestly, I'm really happy that you, you say that um, because I I think they're really great and it's cool that I'm not the only one that thinks that because I oh. still tell my friends to this day I'm like dude like like that band just needs to do more and like um, they oh can, yeah definitely yeah great music but um. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm stoked on your band. Uh, we, we can kind of shift gears and talk about Epsara. Oh, yeah. yeah. um, but also, like, yeah. I, I was stoked um, uh, for you being in hardcore because me growing up, I, I'm uh, half Filipino and half Cambodian. And uh, oh, you're, wow, you're Cambodian too. Yeah, half yeah, Cambodian? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, that's sick. Yeah. So when I saw you and I see you speak about it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I, I have like somebody else that like understands because like me growing up in like the Palm Springs area. There's not a lot of uh, Filipinos or Cambodians out this way, so um, I, I always like to me like it was normal because like that's all I knew growing up. Yeah, but I, yeah. I never had like a ton of people that could relate to like what I'm going to because like I'd bring friends over and they're like really confused like oh like what are you guys eating you know because like there's like <laughs> hella rice and just like you know foreign dishes yeah. that like people just never yeah, really yeah. like understood. Um, yeah. and I, I definitely like, I, you know, like my culture. So like, it, it's always cool for me to meet other people that, you know, share th that same uh, thing. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. I, I didn't, I didn't know that about you. That's cool. I knew you were Filipino, but I usually, when I see like a brown Asian person in the scene, I'm like, I assume it's Filipinos. Cause I know more, I know a lot of Filipinos in the scene. But when it comes to Cambodian people, I don't ever assume there's another Cambodian person. Yeah. But that's cool that you're like you're half Cambodian. That's really cool. That's that's like honestly awesome. Yeah, my mom's Cambodian and my dad's Filipino. That's so sick. That's so cool. I think like uh, uh, in California, especially there's like, I mean, Coleman, Cole is uh, Filipino. Cole and Rick is Japanese and Bond is Japanese and like, <clears throat> and it's like. Like majority of like the bands that I like or choose not choose to like, but just kind of gravitate towards to towards to, just happen to have like Asian people in it or like people of culture or something, and it's just like easy for me to like just to relate to that more than anything else. So it's cool. I like yeah. that. Hell yeah, I totally support that. Um, can you talk about uh, how Epsara came together? Because I remember. I'm friends with Kyle, a huge fan of um, you know him being a guitar player, and I love Cool Side. And I was always like bothering him about like what stuff he has going on. And I remember him 
telling me about it, Epsara. He's like, hey, like I'm starting this new band. It's gonna be really cool. Like, I can't really say much about it now, but just like keep an eye out for it. And I remember when the demo or the, or the self-titled came out, and I was like, okay, this is what he was talking about. Like this shit's like really really cool. So can, can you talk about like how the band came together, like whose idea was it, and like how'd you um, get to be the vocalist? I um so I um Kyle and I met long ago. So I used to help run a place in Fresno called TYC. It's it's been it was around for like almost like eight nine years at CYC, really long time. And Kyle, uh, Kyle came to Fresno one day with his band with Cool Side, and um. He's in a band with James, who I I'm, I met James first, and I saw Kyle the first time, and I was like, "Yo, I'm a fan! Like, I'm a fan! Like, his guitar playing, his style, his 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 mosh! Like, I was a fan through and through, like day one." And like after that, whenever we go down south or like you know, like Steph would play shows down south, we would all hang out, and it would be like normal because we were all just like cool with each other and stuff. Like it didn't matter what city we were from. And um, um, so Kyle and I always like liked each other. But the person who actually wanted us to be in a band together is Trent. Oh wow, uh, Trent. Yeah, Trent, cause Trent and I are close friends and we listen to a lot of like similar music with similar interests and stuff. And like Trent was like, hey, because you're talking about this band he was talking about this band called rage which was like victor cara's hardcore band that he fronted that only had like the only thing i could find on on them was a youtube video of them playing live <laughs> and so trent showed me the video of rage and i'm i'm a like i love victor cara like 108 is like one of my favorite bands so i was just like okay i was watching the video he's like bro you gotta start a band like this and I was like listening to the band and, and like it's so high energy and he's like he kind of like put he kind of envisioned me in a band like this which I like personally because I like I like when people see like imagining me in a certain band that I like and and it was cool because he was like oh, you should be in a band like this and I was like yo we should get Kyle and like it was like kind of like a match made in heaven kind of like it was obvious it was the obvious choice to be with Kyle. Cause I feel like if I could trust anybody with that kind of style of like, like the kind of style I want to do, it would be Kyle. So, so Trent actually got us together. That's he, awesome. He put the idea. Yeah. He put the idea in my head. Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> definitely, I, I, I definitely like that you respect Kyle's a good tar player because I, I feel like, um, you know, his band cool side, I, I feel like they would like got overlooked a lot, which I, I never really understood. Um, but I love that style, love that band. I always try to see them whenever I can, just because I know that they don't play that often. And yeah. I always looked at him as somebody like really talented. So I, I just knowing that you recognize that in him, um, I, I think it's great because you look at Epsara now. It's just like, dude, you guys definitely kill it and have put out like awesome music. Um, where where did Ben and uh, Donnie come into the picture? Because I think that's a cool uh, matchup as well. Oh yeah, um, Donnie Donnie is another person that I like met first 
time I met, I instantly like, kind of like, man, I like this, I like this guy so much. Like, I didn't have to think about it, you know. So, when Kyle suggested that Donnie play, I'm like instantly, yeah, let's do it. Like, there's no question about it. Like, I really never like actually talked to him. Like, I've talked to him a few times when he was in like an old, like one of his older bands, but. Um, I, I like when I first met him, I was like, yeah, he's definitely like it, you know. And then Ben, you know, was like, you know, friends with Don and Kyle, and Ben is like a really good drummer. And they were like, I never met Ben personally, and they were like, yeah, he's a good drummer. And I think I added him on Instagram, and I see him like do jazz drumming and just like crazy shit. I'm like, all right, that's perfect. So it's just like it's kind of like Kyle recruiting Donnie and Ben because I've never met Ben and I wasn't really close to Donnie but I liked him so it was mostly Kyle who got everybody together and then we got and then uh, Alan is also in the band and um, Alan I never met before this band either but um, he was like really down to play and and I and I respected that so we had Alan jump on second guitar too yeah he's a recent addition right because I, I i think the first time i saw you guys you guys only had one guitar player if i remember correctly yeah yeah he's a recent um but he's been like he's been like crucial part of the band just to have that that full sound that we have now so i think we we do need oh not not like that but like having alan is like definitely like a cool cool addition and He's like really down for it, and you know he's a he's a, he's a player, like he's a musician, you know, like he's in like a, a rock band that's really solid and really cool. So it's cool to have that style with us too. Yeah, I remember my friends because uh, I wasn't able to make the show you guys played at the Garden Grove Amphitheater, and I remember telling my friends, "I'm like, yo, you got to show up early. You got to see this band, oh. this band of Sara. They're like super sick." And then I remember they, they they walked away from the show and they're like, "Hey, like we didn't know Donnie was the singer oh. of, of Sara." And I was like, "Oh, I was like, he's not the singer. Like, what are you talking about?" And then they told me that, like, "Oh, he was fronting the band." And I was like, "Oh, that's strange. I'm like, well, I, I wonder what happened." Um, can you talk about like um, oh, yeah. that show and like um, how that ended up happening with Donnie fronting Ipsara? I, I'm like kind of surprised Donnie did that. Um, so I live like in Fresno and like I don't really like driving, you know, so I take the bus and my bus got delayed and we played early. So I just couldn't make it. And I told Donnie like, hey, can you just do it? In hindsight, we shouldn't have done it because they got her name wrong on the flyer anyways. And I was just like, but Donnie like took the, like he did it. And it was like, I wish that, you know, I mean, that's cool. I guess I, I can't really say much. I wasn't there. So, um, but I knew since we were like a new band an amphitheater probably wouldn't, wouldn't have been the best place to play. But yeah, that's wild. See, I, I didn't know it was because you, you, your bus was late. I, somebody mentioned that like you were like sick or something. So I was like, I, I wasn't oh, sure what, yeah. what really went down. I mean, it was like a it was a combination of a lot of things, like me being like you know sick and like bus being late. Because I like I said, I do have to travel a little extra, mm -hmm. and I wasn't really feeling that great. But 
I was like, I didn't try to go, and then bus came to a little late, and I was just like, man, I'm not feeling good anyways. And like, to me, it wasn't really a big deal. And I was just like, um, um, I mean, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't say it's a big, not a big deal, but it, to me, I was just like, it's an amphitheater. I'm not, I don't feel comfortable playing with, playing it anyways. And also like, you know, but they did it anyways. And they, Donnie looked great. And I was just like, all right. I mean, I know that these guys are down for the band. Like, it's not just, you know, me, so. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It seems like he did a good job because my my friends walked away um, stoked that they were able to catch the set. Um, but I remember I didn't see you guys until um, I can't remember who else was on the bill, but you guys played program. Yeah, it was um, program. It was. I think it was actually with Control and Illusion, maybe and. I th- yeah, th- that sounds right, and it's so weird because like normally like I um, can remember these things, but all I, all I remember yeah. is that I-, I saw you guys for the first time in program, and I was like, "This is awesome! This band's like so sick." I really, I actually don't remember that either, but I, and, we don't really. Yeah, we, yeah. Sorry, go no, on. It's all good. Go. Um, one of my favorite tracks off the self-titled is uh, "Burn This Form." Can you talk about uh, what that song is about? Oh, born this one. Uh, so, um, uh, I, cause, uh, you know, I was, I was raised Buddhist and born this form is about, uh, pretty much cremation. Well, it is about cremation. Uh, it's about, um, it's a really, I honestly, that song is like one of my kind of like really personal ones. Um, but it's about like, I think like, uh, it's, sorry, I just, I have to like kind of catch myself here. It's about my grandmother who got, <clears throat> who got cancer and like hit it from us. Like she didn't tell us she was sick until like way later into it. So like the song is about kind of like, you know, her funeral rites and just, you know, letting her pass on and stuff. And like, um, there's like a lot of like, <clears throat> a lot of like parts, like, like there was a lot of uh, parts in the lyrics that relates to her hiding it. Like, um, like it's, it's just hard. It's, it's kind of hard to talk about, but it's just like, it's literally about like, is like cremation and 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 illness like mem- like like physical illness because like like in in Cambodian culture we don't want to like burden like people with our sickness or we don't want to like like tell people like oh we're like sick so we kind of just put it away or we'll like just not tell people or something because Man, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to talk about, but it, that's what it basically is. 
Well, you know, I, I definitely appreciate you uh, diving in that far about the meaning of the song. So I, I definitely appreciate that. But it's, a, it's, it's okay. And I, I definitely understand that. And it kind of scares me uh, that you talk about that because, like I said, like my mom's Cambodian. And, like, yeah. that's something that, like, kind of scares me that she would do something like that. And I hope she doesn't do something like that. Um, but I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's all good. We, we can um, move on from that. But. I really like that song and I appreciate you guys um, playing that live. Um, I, I noticed you guys recorded the record down here in Anaheim at Paradise Records with Call Knight. Uh, can you talk about how you guys ended up down there with those guys? Because I, I think they do an awesome job with all the bands that they record. They always do a solid job and I love that recording studio. Yeah, um, Colin has kind of been with like Central Valley and Fresno for a lot of bands. Uh, he recorded, like, I think Step, he recorded Distort. Um, so he's kind of been, like, the go-to guy for us. And uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, we just trust him. We go to him and stuff. Yeah, um, and he, he does a really good job. Like, Distort, super solid. I, I love Step for Change. I... Yeah. Um, wish I could or why well, I wish I could play more they're actually playing a show coming up um, which I wanted to ask you guys about I know you guys were on the flyer um, when it first came out there was a spelling error and then uh-huh. I, I noticed that um, you guys are now not playing the show that they, they uh, added wise can you talk about um, yeah. why you guys aren't on the bill anymore um, well I am gonna be down there but I have I'm gonna go for family so mm-hmm. it kind of like, but I thought maybe I could just play and then hang out with family. But I can't, this for me worked out a little better. I could just focus on family and stuff. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, we're just not on it. I mean, we, we told Madison we're not going to play and he was really cool about it. So it's not a big deal. Okay. Really. Yeah, I, I was uh, definitely bummed because super solid lineup and it was just awesome because I definitely want to see you guys live more. Um, but I, I, it's it's cool that that they added Wise because I love Wise. It's cool to see them get that shine. Um, but for sure, you just gotta do your thing, hang out with family. I mean, Wise is a way better hardworking band than us. So it, I feel like they, yeah, I don't know. Oh. Wise is a great band, so. Yeah, you guys are both great. Um, and you guys um, just had a release on Plead Your Case. Can you talk mm-hmm. about how you guys linked up with them out in Florida? Because I, I think they're an awesome label, putting out really awesome bands. So the fact that they were, took notice of a band out in California, I, I, th- I thought it was really cool to see them being in tune with what's going on out here. Can you talk about how th- that whole situation happened? Um, well, um. I think uh, Lynn and everybody at Magnitude and Envision, everybody on that floor knew about us. And I didn't know him personally, but Donnie and Ben did. And so they were like saying like, hey, we, you should play with us and stuff. And I'm like, I'm kind of like on the outside when it comes to like the social networking part. Cause I'm not really a, like I don't really talk to a lot of people, but it's really Ben and Donnie that like helped us. Cause because basically they're like saying like yeah they they really like us like we should play shows with them 
and because they want to and we did we played like cupertino and then we played fresno and we hung out with them and we're just like it's like we all connected and stuff and um like russ was like saying like he really liked the band and i was like cool i never met russ before like the lead singer of magnitude i never met him and i was just like wow that's cool i'm that's like it's refreshing to hear like people that i've never met talk about the band but it's funny because like after the shows then was like you, you should hit me up to like put the put out the tape or something and i was like yeah i'm down like like you guys like supported us like since the first release so i'm so down so it was like a very easy like it was like really easy to get like it was like easy to do it so we just decided to do it they're really like down for us that's still like that i was like really blown away kind of like because florida it's just a very like 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 florida was like when we went to fya it was just like a second home it was like really cool I remember I went to that um, Envision Magnitude Eco Strike tour in San Diego, and I remember that, that was the first time I met Lennon face to face because we we talked previous um, online and we um, had talked about him coming on the podcast. So when yeah. I went down to San Diego to talk to him, I, I just wanted to introduce myself and just have like a face to face because if he's all the way out in California from Florida, the least I could do is go out and see his band and. Um, introduce myself, especially since he was going to come on the podcast. And I remember him and I um, were outside sitting down at one of the tables talking, and he had a lot of positive things to say about Ipsara. And I was excited to hear that because he was um, telling me that he was really interested in um, having you guys on the label, but he wanted to wait to see you guys live. And I was just like, dude, that's like so, so awesome to hear that somebody from so far away is willing to give that kind of support to a band. Um, so had me like really stoked that they were interested in you guys. And I, I remember I, I was out there for FYA and we were at the after show and I was stoked that you guys were finally going to yeah. be able to get to play in front of, um, a Florida crowd. And, um, I, I don't know, uh, what went wrong, but it was like, you know, like a ton of like technical issues. And I remember at one point, yeah. um, Alan literally just like put his guitar down, hopped off stage and like stood in the crowd. Like he was just a part of like just, just the normal crowd. Like didn't even like acknowledge yeah. anybody around him. And I was like, this is so weird. And it, it bummed me out so much because like, obviously like it was out of your guys' hands that there was like all these like, yeah. technical issues and you guys like um, played your best. And it was just such yeah. a bummer. Cause I was like, no, I was like, there's no way that this is how Florida is going to uh, perceive Epsara um, so I was like, no, I was like, this can't be right. And then like, like, you know, I started hearing like, yo, like if Sarah is going to do two songs, um, tomorrow before Envision set. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is awesome. And then I remember sure enough, right before, um, Envision, when it was their time slot, I see you guys setting up and I don't know if you remember, but I, I walked up to you in the crowd and I, I just said, I was like, um, redemption. And, um, yeah. you, you just kind of yeah, looked at me and you're like, yep. And I was just like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, this is awesome because I, I wanted things to be corrected. And I was really happy that you guys were able to play in front of the, um, bigger audience at the um, main show and just seeing like, cause for me, like I've only seen like, you know, the shows in California and people going off here and obviously it's a lot of homies, but being out in Florida and seeing 
like a bunch of people that I had uh, not known and just like people just like singing along and just going off for the two songs that you guys played. I was like, wow, I was like, this is this is special and this is what they deserved last night. So I was like really happy that you guys were able to play those two songs. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, it was a cool experience, you know. Yeah, uh, I I feel like you guys like that's the reaction you guys deserved the night before, but it was just those like crazy technical issues. But like seeing you guys at the fest, you guys like seriously just killed it, and it was just such an awesome thing to be a part of. And I was like really happy I was able to catch you guys at the fest. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, Florida was just very welcoming, and you know, a lot of like people I've never met, you know, just liking the band i think it's really cool because i'm not like i said i'm not a very outgoing person or not outgoing but i'm not very like um <clears throat> not very talkative or whatever so people approaching me is definitely like a plus because uh, and and a lot of people were saying like oh that was a good band so i was like thank you that's cool thank you yeah because like um like there's like a lot of like um, people out there who love ipsara and like like I've just heard nothing yeah. but positive things about the band, so uh, like it's yeah. it's really cool to be um, or to have been in another state, especially like literally on the other side of the country, and seeing you guys yeah. get such a crazy reaction, and just seeing so many people singing along, moshing. I, I, mm. I thought it was like definitely like a, a very cool thing to see, and me just being proud, just because I'm you know we're from the same state. You guys are, you know like yeah. aren't too far away from where I'm at, and I I just love yeah. seeing bands from home get like a crazy reception and just kids loving the music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's very important because we kind of want to represent, like, represent a little part of California that that I think Florida understands more or less. Like, that that unique sound, I think they appreciate it a lot. They're not, not saying that California doesn't appreciate it. I'm just saying, like, they won't be, they won't, they won't be afraid to like tell you they're they appreciate it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah no i i feel like the sound that pyc is like, like cultivating with the the signings of bands i feel like you guys fit right in so like I, I definitely understand with what you're saying with that sound that you guys have yeah yeah i mean like it's really cool i think that's why i like like on like the bands on pyc are like bands like I listen to you know what I mean like it's just like oh cool I, I really like this mm-hmm. like no question so it's just like easier just to be on a label where you actually I mean not I shouldn't say it like that but when you when you when you like the band you know what I mean yeah and like when yeah and I also think it's really cool too because if you look at like the different scenes like Orange County LA Boston, New York, like um, th- those scenes are like really popular. There's always cool bands coming out. But what I like about your guys' area, it's just like this little pocket in California, and it's just like nothing but but like bangers coming out of there. Just like so many good bands. And um, I, I always look at you guys, and I was like, man, see, like good music just doesn't come out of these bigger scenes. They can come from anywhere. You guys just kind of have to just go out and do your part go find people who have the similar interests and want to start cool bands and you guys just kind of have to do it like you don't always have to move to a bigger city to start a cool band or start a good band like you can do it from anywhere yeah i mean like the store is just nothing but i mean actually for us i mean as individuals we represent 
a small pocket of <clears throat> a small pocket of hardcore. But like for example, uh, uh, the store has members from down south, and like Absara has the same has members from down south. We in our scene, we know that we're like small. <clears throat> we know we're small, and we have to like kind of like we can't separate ourselves because we're already a small scene. So since we're in the middle of California, we like know people personally from the Bay. We know people personally from LA and like, it's just like, that's probably why I love living here in the, in the Central Valley. You know, it's that, yeah, we can't really say like Absara is from one place because it's literally all, like every like part of California. So I, that's how I feel. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that um, you guys, like you said, the scene's not huge, but the fact that you guys are willing to put in the work to put out good music and even keep the scene alive, like shows going on out there, I I, I just think it's awesome because it's just easy yeah, to yeah. kind of just be like, oh, the scene's small. There's not a whole lot going on. I'm just going to give up on it. But it's just like it's cool for you guys to be able to meet people from up north or down south and just create something like super awesome for everybody. Yeah, that's the goal, hopefully. So um, you guys um, had a release on Plead Your Case that we've talked about, and mm-hmm. I um, know you're a fan of Kobe Bryant because uh, I saw you tweeting about him, yeah. and it's very tragic um, with what happened to him and everybody involved in that helicopter crash. Um, but yeah. I thought it was uh, cool to see that um, PYC's uh, 24th release was the Ipsara Karma's pull. Did you ever like look back at that number and think that um, it was pretty cool? Cause that was Kobe's number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did not know that. That's pretty interesting. Uh, it's funny cause people talk about 24 Kobe, but for me it was like, it was eight Kobe that like broke my heart a lot. And like, cause I'm, I'm a King fan actually. Oh wow. Like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, because I'm from, my family's from L.A., and I was from, like, the Valley, so I'm just like, I'm not going to like an L.A. team. I'm going to like a team closer to me. And Sacramento happened to be, like, two hours away <laughs> compared to, like, L.A. That was, like, you know, three and a half. So I just, like, you know, I was like, oh, I'll like Sacramento. And they happened to be a good team in the early, like, the like late 90s, early 2000s, and, like, it was like a really fun time for me to watch Kobe cook my team. <laughs> and um, I think uh, with that, the reason why I like Kobe is because he like kind of like, it was like surreal to watch a guy just like ball out, you know? But then, you know, I still watch basketball and I just watch him throughout the years. I'm just like, this is like the, this is like the greatest player of all time. It's like unnaturally good. Inhuman, inhumanely good, you know? He was, like, a really good player. So when he, like, passed away, it's kind of like, wow, like, like, I never hated this person. I always respected him, even though he, like, cooked my team so much. And it was kind of sad. Like, I know a lot of people who were mourning, and I think I was still mourning, like, a couple of days, maybe a week after, because I keep seeing, like, memorials about him and you know players keep talking about him and every time they bring him up I'm like man that sucks 
Yeah, it's so. a bummer. Like I, I see it every time I drive down the freeway. I, these like car exactly, dealerships yeah. or, um, you know, yeah. they got those images flashing by, and it, yeah. it's definitely a bummer. Uh, especially like somebody, yeah, like as legendary as him as a basketball player, and even things he started to do like outside of basketball. Um, yeah, yeah it, it just like I, I never really understood the kind of impact he had on like the entire world until that happened. And it's just so crazy to me that uh, something like that um, could happen to somebody who was so beloved, especially because like it, it kind of um, reminds me that like I'm not a young kid anymore because I'm starting to see these people who I like saw growing up as like these crazy celebrities are all starting to like pass away. And it's just uh, it's kind of a weird thing. Cause it just makes me feel old sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that's, tell me about it, man. Yeah. It's rough, but, um, yeah. karma's pull. I definitely like that release. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know you guys have, uh, that run coming up with magnitude, which I think is awesome. It's like a, a great pairing. I, I know like my friends and I were like super stoked to see you guys, um, on those dates with them. Um, outside yeah. of that, do you guys have like any other plans that you can announce uh, with shows or tours? Um, a lot of our stuff is kind of like I don't not set in stone, but I think would I think we might have a little something in March. I I don't know what I can say about it though, but probably around March a band from Florida might or a band from Florida will come through and we will play a couple of dates with them I really this band is not really like we don't really prepare for the future <laughs> that much we just kind of take it like day by day almost but I think we should start like buckling down and like be serious about it but it's like the only thing now I can say is that um we have the magnitude run which is really important and we and then we also have something coming out like this is a lot of like up in the air stuff at the moment but mm-hmm. there, there's going to be some announcements in the future hopefully we're just focused on this magnitude run and try to make like a big impact uh on it even though it's like you know we just want to make a big impact on this run because like I said, it's the only thing set in stone, so we want to focus all our attention on it for now. Yeah, and honestly, oh, like... I think we're also playing. In... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I think we're also playing um, Initiate record release. Yes. I think we are. Yeah. Yes, with Wise, yes. and um, I can't remember who else was on the bill. I'm sorry, but yes, you guys are on that, Initiate. and I can't wait yeah. to see you guys there. Yeah. Um, like I. I honestly can't think of another band that would be better pairing with Magnitude on that run just because of like as, as great of a band as Magnitude is like for them to come out here I, I think it's awesome but I, I think it's even more awesome that they're taking you guys along with them on those dates it's going to be such an awesome run that you guys are going to do it and those dates in California that I know there's that Arizona date is it's going to be a great string of shows for you guys yeah, I I think uh, last year when they came when they were doing that run with Invasion and Eco Strike, um, I would I saw videos of their set in San Diego, and I was just like, in it was insane. 
I was like, that's amazing. Because San Diego is one of those teams that I, like, for me, I respect a whole lot. I, like, like, old San Diego bands is, like, literally, like, my favorite area of hardcore, California hardcore, mm-hmm. you know? Like, so to see them, like, kind of take over with that sound in San Diego, I was just like, that's kind of, like, to me, that was, like, that's sick. I, like, I like that energy. And uh, I think whatever, I think Magnitude is just a very, uh, very genuine band, too. And I think, like, playing at the Chick Cafe in San, San Diego is, like, a very, very cool, like, thing to uh, see. And see the reaction they get. So, hopefully... When we do play the San Diego show, we can get a little little taste of that kind of energy that people brought for them last year. Because I would love that. That would be amazing. Yeah. I, I feel like um, you're, you guys are obviously on uh, more kids' radar now just because you do have uh, more releases out. You guys have played way more shows, and you played a pretty big fest. So I'm pretty sure more kids are aware of you guys than ever. Yeah. I feel like uh, it's just I feel like that. Hopefully that. Well, we'll see when we play. That. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a true testament when kids come out and sing along and show you guys the yeah. like a real appreciation. Yeah. Man, well. Jordan, this has definitely been a pleasure, and I apologize last week. I, I know there was like a big mix-up with the scheduling, but I, I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on and doing the podcast. Okay, thank you. Okay. Well, uh, but before we go, is there anything you want to shout out or plug? Uh, listen to uh, the new Point of Contact record on PYC. Make sure you uh, make sure you um, Look out for Control's new release. And uh, make sure you come out to those dates with Magnitude. I mean, I don't, I probably shouldn't, I probably don't have to tell you, but see you all there. And I, and we're also uh, playing uh, in Fresno with Fury, Distort, Big Contest, Step for Change. So if anybody want to drive out to that, Please come out to that. You're more than welcome to come to a Fresno show. And that's about it. All right. Well, thank you guys again for listening. This has been another episode of the Jamer K podcast. Always on top.